0: Welcome, welcome everybody. My name's Scott, the host of Society Societies here and back with you at 100%. I am finally over this cold that I had. Um, I was definitely sick. Um, It's still like lingering just a little bit, but you guys can hear my voice. I don't sound nasally. It's funny, some people in the comments said they thought my voice was sexier that I was sick, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. But hey, to each their own. I am here now. And I'm here to drop an episode today. We're gonna be talking about zero point energy. But before we jump into that, I want to just, you know, do my due diligence and, of course, tell you guys to subscribe to my channel. We are at seven and a half thousand subscribers, guys. We just hit seven thousand, like, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago? We're already halfway to eight thousand. We are growing, and that is what I would like, that's what I love to see. I love to see that we're growing. All the new people here, thank you for joining and subscribing to the channel. You are supporting independent media and I absolutely appreciate it. But what I really want to show you guys is my new website. Um, I was working on this for the last two weeks. It's finally up and running. This is a video here. Um, It kind of just goes pans in and out of the earth. Again, the name of the channel is Woke Society, so I wanted to get an image here of, you know, something showing the world waking up with the lights. Obviously, they're cities, but you guys you guys catch the main drift of what I'm trying to get here. So, as you can see here, all my content is going to be streamed on my website. All the recent episodes are going to be here. It's going to be audio. Um, so, if you guys want to catch the videos, obviously, they're still on YouTube. Um, it's been a couple days since YouTube enacted their new... Policies. I'm still here, thank God. And my channel still up. So just in case, guys, this is why I built the website. Um, in case I do get deplatformed on any social media platform, I am here. Um, you guys can see here I'm on all the podcasts, the major podcasts here. And what I would like you guys to also do, if you can, please just send me your email address so you can get on to my newsletter. So I can keep a list of emails in case something happens to my channels. I have a way to communicate with you guys to let you know. Hey, I didn't just quit. Um, you know, I got deplatformed. Whatever. Hopefully, that never even happens. We don't have to worry about any of that. But it's here now. So, guys, send me your email. Um, I'm not going to send you, you know, marketing crap and just garbage. It's just simply there for right now to get the message out in case anything does happen to my content. But eventually, I am going to have a store on this uh, um, on the website. So you guys can buy um, buy merchandise for the channel, su- supporting me further than more than than what you guys have already done. So as you can see here, you can see the latest podcast episodes, um, the dates, um, some really badass looking thumbnails here. And again, all the ways you guys can find me. It's all here. It's all in one place now. So you guys can check that out. And again, it's WokeSocieties.com. Looks absolutely beautiful. Cannot be happier with how it came out. So that is that. What we are going to be talking about today, guys, is about zero point energy. This was a difficult topic for me to research. Um, As you guys know, I don't have a ton of time to dig into things as I was normally able to before. Um, But hey, this is the episode I'm going to present to you guys, and we're going to get into some pretty cool stuff. So this is going to be along with a series of looking glass. Um, Obviously, you guys Everyone knows about project looking glass my biggest video to date my last the, uh, video prior to that is about orion the cube of orion and now we are getting to zero point energy this is going to be the third part to that series so what i want to start with is of course is nikola tesla dubbed the father of free energy who first came up with the technology to power the world for free now there is a ton of things that tesla got into as far as the technology his experiments we're not going to get into every single one of them just one of the projects that he worked on and we're going to go where that's where we're going to start <clears throat> so he did this through the harnessing of electricity from earth's ionosphere by means of towers this is going into the theories that tesla knew that all the energy around us And the entire universe is electricity. A lot of mainstream science right now, guys, is focused on gravity. And I'm going to start out with right now and tell you, this is going to challenge a lot of the things that you've been taught. But the physics, the mainstream science, are all based on fundamental things that are just not correct. And I'm not a physicist, so it's like, well, how does he know that? I'm just letting you guys know, the things that Tesla got into... He knew that the energy around us was all electrified; it was all electricity, and he based a lot of his um, experiments off of that. So the first thing he made was Tesla believed in the radiant power of the universe and identified radiant energy with the source of this energy being the sun, cosmic rays, and the earth. His Wardenclyffe Tower project looked look promising, but as a new future looked, po- but as a new future looked possible. Tesla's funding was cut and his lab burnt down along with all of his experiments. So this is his quote. Electric power is everywhere, present in unlimited quantities, and can drive the world's machinery without the need of coal, oil, gas, or any other fuels. So that quote right there, guys, is a direct challenge to how our world is set up right now and how our world is run. We are run on coal, oil, um, gas... You know, fossil fuels, that is what we run on and a centralized power grid through electric companies. And guys, that is making these people that own these companies trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars. So when you see things like his lab burnt down, his funding was cut, we'll get into that a little bit, but a lot of it is very coincidental. And we're going to see this. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about two other guys um, that have made free energy devices, and we're going to talk about them as well. So what I want to get into first again is Nikola Tesla. His free energy concept was patented in 1901 as an apparatus of the utilization of radiant energy. The patent refers to the sun as well as other sources of radiant energy like cosmic rays that the device works at night. is explained in terms of the nighttime availability of cosmic rays. Tesla also refers to the ground as a vast reservoir of negative electricity. Now, his big, obviously everyone knows about the Tesla coils. That was I believe his most infamous um, invention that he made and it there it's also dubbed the earthquake machine. You guys have heard of it, but that was um, on Mythbusters and of course they said it was it was it was a myth that this machine could not um, replicate earthquakes but you know it's it's on TV who knows if that's true or not but hey the one I want to talk about today was the Wardenclyffe tower now Tesla's design for the Wardenclyffe grew out of his experiments beginning in the early 1890s his primary goal in these experiments was to develop a new wireless power transmission system he discovered the idea of using the newly discovered Hertzian radio waves detected in 1888 by German physicist Heinrich Rudolf Hertz since Tesla doubted they existed and basic physics told him and most other scientists from that period that they would only travel in straight lines the way visible light did, meaning they would travel straight out into space, becoming hopelessly lost. In laboratory work and later large-scale experiments at Colorado Springs in 1899, Tesla developed his own ideas on how a worldwide wireless system would work. He theorized from these experiments that if he injected electrical current into the Earth at just the right frequency... He could harness what he believed was the planet's own electrical charge and cause it to resonate at a frequency that would be amplified in standing waves that could be tapped anywhere on the planet to run devices or through modulation carry a signal. His system was based more on 19th century ideas of electrical conduction and telegraphy instead of the newer theories of airborne electromagnetic waves with with an electrical charge being conducted through the ground and being returned through the air. Tesla's design used a concept of charged conductive upper layer in the atmosphere, a theory dating back to 1872, idea for a proposed wireless system based by Milan Loomis. Tesla not only believed that he could use this layer as his return path in his electrical conduction system, but that the power flowing through it could make it glow, providing nighttime lighting for cities and shipping lanes. So guys, just to break that down really quickly, he was basically making a technology that he could use a power source use the current that was going in the you know just in the earth's atmosphere the electricity just in our vicinity right now use the earth as a conductor and he could wirelessly power light bulbs um, anything that required an electrical charge he could do it wirelessly using the free energy that is already around us that is what he was trying to do here and of course Even back then, in the 1800s, the late 1800s, the mainstream science back then, the physicists told them back then it was impossible and does not line up with what we know physics is today. And guys, this is why, when we always talk about the mainstream media, spitting out narratives, agendas, it is the same exact way with mainstream science. It's the same exact thing. There are physics and different topics that they don't delve, they don't dive into because it's it's not backed by the money that's going into because it's not going to give them a result that they're looking for for whoever they're working for whatever establishment they're working for it directly contradicts the main construct of what our world is made up of today so tesla was making these inventions that were directly going to be competing with the fossil fuel industry so as we continue here, it says, Using the earth itself as the medium for conducting the currents, thus dispensing with wires and all their artificial conductors, a machine in which to explain its operation in plain language, resembled a pump in its action drawing electricity from the earth and driving it back into the same at an enormous rate, thus creating ripples or disturbances which spreading through the earth as through a wire could be te- could be detected at great distances by carefully attuned receiving circuits. In this manner, it was able to transmit... To a distance, not only fee- feeble effects for the purpose of signaling, but considerable considerable amounts of energy. In later discoveries, I made have convinced me that I shall ultimately succeed in conveying power without wires, for industrial purposes with high economy, and to any distance, however great. And as you guys, as you scroll down here, guys, this is on Wikipedia. It talks about his plant that he bought, and his main financer was, kind, of, you know. I still had to, I didn't dive into all of this but his main financer was JP Morgan and he ended up loaning Tesla a lot of money. He became bankrupt as he owed money on properties, the mortgages and as Tesla was getting more and more advanced with this technology supposedly, it was costing more money. He wasn't able to pay it back and this plant got shut down and his, you know, we know how the story goes. Tesla dies, all his stuff is taken by the FBI which we know ended up later landing in the hands of Donald Trump's uncle, which is very interesting. But the main thing here, guys, this article I want to show you here on waking times, this talks about a quantum energy generator. And And I tried getting more information on these. Pretty much this website is saying that you can buy this kit to make this energy generator and... It basically requires minimal minimal energy, and it creates 10 times the amount of energy from this little device. And this is a quote from the person who's made this technology. An average modern household requires 5 to 10 kilowatts of power to operate. A conventional generator needs 15 kilowatts to produce 10 kilowatts of power. To produce these 15 kilowatts of power, we rely on gas, diesel, propane, coal, or other products that can be metered, creating profits for the oil industry 130 years ago nikola tesla invented and patented an energy generator this is a resonance machine that only needs one kilowatt of input power to produce 10 kilowatts of output power now guys right there science will be like how is it possible that only this little machine with that needs one kilowatt is able to produce 10 kilowatts of output power you're supposed to have at least equal amount of energy to produce more of the energy right that is the thinking of mainstream science. So as we continue to read here, it says, His patents are now in the public domain. The Fix the World organization has to reproduce Tesla designs with a few modern twists to generate the same results. Our quantum energy generator provides 10 kilowatts of power output for less than 1 kilowatt input, which it supplies to itself. So I looked this up, guys. There was a lot of controversy about this kit. Um... There was another article that Jordan Sather put out. um, uh, It was six days ago. There was a man out in Ohio that was building his own quantum energy generator. He received these these radio burns or something, and that triggered a huge, huge response from law enforcement. They came out there. um, They had hazmat out there. They cleared out the entire neighborhood of like 40 residents. Um, they didn't know what he was doing um, the the local news at the time was reporting that it was a new nu- it was a small nuclear um, nuclear technology that the man was working with which it was not it was something along the lines of this and it looks like he got in over his head and you know this dude was making this thing in his garage and you guys can go right on YouTube and type in quantum energy generators there's a lot of videos out there guys showing that, these things do work. And there's a lot of comments out there saying that they're all BS. I leave that up to you guys to do your own research on these things. But either way, the main point of what I'm trying to show you guys is that Tesla knew there that we could tap into energy that is naturally produced in our environment and the earth and that we do not have to use an electrical grid and, and have an entity reside over us that we have to pay and to have that control over us, he was on the verge and he made technology that required zero energy to produce it. That is what Tesla was going on. And that is why I believe when he said, you know, he had money issues, his factory burned down, and all of his documents were taken and sent to the FBI, and everything just disappeared and was chalked up to these were just theories. I don't believe it for one bit. I believe tesla was you know put down his stuff was hidden it was taken out of the public mind uh, mindset because of what it would mean for the deep state and these big corporations it would completely destroy the amount of money that they'd be making and ultimately you know be giving us the masses the majority power to control our own houses whatever whatever we want So that's where I wanted to start, guys. Tesla, you could do multiple episodes on Tesla, but I just wanted to get into that one point and that one project that he worked on. Now, the next person I want to get into, this guy's name is Stanley Meyer. I saw this video over a year ago. This is before I was woke. This was just something that I thought was super interesting. And this man made a fuel cell out of tap water. And we're going to see his story in just a moment. But ultimately, this man created this. He's not a scientist. He's just an inventor. And he had to go through so many um, hurdles and so much backlash from mainstream science on this that they thought it was impossible. But I I timestamped some of the moments here in this video. Obviously, we're not going to watch the entire 11 minutes. But I'm going to drop the main points that I thought were interesting. So let's take a watch.
1: There is nothing startling about a machine that can extract the hydrogen from water. What is highly unusual is that it should do so with ordinary tap water. The conventional method is called electrolysis. Maher has turned that process on its head. Unlike electrolysis, his device doesn't use up large amounts of electric current, nor does it produce an enormous amount of waste heat. For 20 years, he has been refining a method to fracture water. It produces vast amounts of hydrogen on demand. This is not his latest apparatus, he was unwilling to let us point a camera at that. This is the simple device he used to convince a reluctant patent office that his revolutionary concept actually works. Alloy rods, acting as electrodes, are housed in a precipice container that's filled with water. Normal mains voltage is fed in through a transformer, but critically there is virtually no current consumed, less than half an amp. The result is dramatic, hydrogen pours off with a flick of a switch. Meyer claims the key is his electronics, which pulses electricity rapidly across the rods at up to 20,000 cycles per second. In a way that is not readily apparent, this process transforms the equation. Whereas in conventional electrolysis, three times as much energy is consumed as is produced in the form of hydrogen fuel, the Mars apparatus the reverse is true. It appears to produce several hundred percent more energy than it consumes.
0: So, just a real quick, guys. Uh, the guys in the podcast can't see this. This is a, a just a cylindrical cell with these rods in it, and it's per, it's just a, it looks like a big tube, and it's producing hydrogen gas. But you do hear though. The amount of energy that it's consuming, it's producing ten times the amount of energy that it's consuming. Super efficient. Let's keep watching.
2: Stan has something that's characteristic of the people that sound like they've done something to tap zero-point energy. It uh, has high frequency, high voltage, and there's a combination of the two at which something occurs. Uh, with Janetsky in Russia, it was what he called a self-sustaining discharge. The tube.
0: So this technology, guys, is self-sustaining. That is the other thing. That is a big component to zero-point energy. So let's uh, let's let's fast forward here real quick, and we'll get to the next point. I, when I went over there with a couple of colleagues. So this was a scientist that went over to see uh, Stanley Meyer. These he, are real scientists, and they didn't believe what he was saying, and this is their account of what they saw.
1: To, ...to look at his water-splitting device. And so we arrived at Stanley Meyer. He had a demonstration cell. We filled it with tap water. In fact, I did that myself. And he switched it on, and almost instantly, the three jaws dropped because of the, the, the rate at which the gas poured off. It was quite spectacular.
2: Whatever energy source Stan Meyer had tapped, it was not explicable by the electric power that was going
1: into it. So something was powering it outside of conventional wisdom.
0: There was no question, the guess So you guys heard that. This technology was being powered by something that was not modern conventional wisdom. So again, this is challenging what these mainstream scientists thought you know, was impossible. And as, I'm, as I was researching, guys, more and more of these people, the same thing came up. Mainstream science was backlash. That's all they were doing, and all they were doing was shooting down these ideas, saying it's impossible, it's a farce, it can't be real. This is why I'm telling you right now, you guys have to be careful of what you follow and who you follow. Just because they say they're scientists, this is their research, a lot of the stuff, guys, is based on fundamental flaws, just like climate change is based on fundamental flaws, the main, the mainstream part of it. So, let's fast-forward one more time here.
1: The mayor has faced a lot of difficulties. Uh, he's three times tried to launch the device, and produce press conferences, have the technical press round, but these almost universally slated. In the early days, very much so. They just ridiculed the whole idea. He's getting a little more notice now because some scientists are getting interested. But by and large, science is very intolerant, particularly modern science.
0: You heard that, guys modern science is particularly particularly intolerant of these ideas that is something as a red flag anytime that something any kind of ideas is just automatically is suppressed there's usually something to it very interesting let's keep going with the timestamps here and let's take a look all right so after he, after stanley made his water fuel cell he has the patents for it. he had to go international i uh, think he went to japan and germany i believe got these international patents came back to america and then he's like hey if i can build, build this cell why can't we build engines um that are fueled by water so this next part here he has a, a volkswagen dune buggy that he's rebuilding himself and he's going to be creating a motor that is basically that is just run on tap water watch this <laughs>
1: was only the first step towards Mars' ultimate dream. If he gets it right, this application of his technology will change the 21st century in the same way that the Wright brothers and Carl Benz transformed the 20th. He is currently modifying a beach buggy to run on nothing but water. It doesn't have a petrol tank or even a hydrogen container. It has just a tank of water. He's invented a device called a water splitter to replace the spark plug. As the water is injected into the engine, Maher claims it's fractured into hydrogen and oxygen and then burned as fuel. Maher is working on a kit to modify any engine. He hopes to demonstrate it on this car within 12 months.
3: And of course the blessing to the use of the water as a fuel source uh, that on combustion the byproduct is water mist. So we're even solving the environmental pollution problem at the same time that we're using water to maintain the industrial basis of
0: the world. Do you guys realize something like, like if this was me making this in my garage, I would have, I would be hiring a security staff around the clock, cameras around the clock. Something like this being created would change the entire world. This is why when ETs, when, they're, when these ETs craft crash landed or were shot down, whatever whatever the story is that these craft are hidden because they those craft in particular were on an anti-gravity technology which is also a zero point energy technology that would automatically challenge the, our entire world's fossil fuel industry something like this where this guy said he can change any engine into an engine that's all it is is run on water and the only byproduct is water mist can you imagine guys we're going to get into the end of his story in just a moment but let's just do one more time stamp here, and we'll finish off this video.
1: Though the scientific establishment may have ignored the likes of Meyer, the powerful military industrial complex certainly hasn't. Over the past 10 years, Meyer says he's been quietly approached by many influential organizations who would never admit publicly to their involvement with him.
3: he yeah, is involved in deep space exploration, and it's also uh, being developed uh, quite highly in the military. Basically what occurred with water fuel cell was in the fact that once they understood what uh, was actually occurring, then under the U.S. national security uh, mandate, uh, I have no decision or power of power whether or not the military or NASA or the federal government will utilize the technology. They can utilize it in any way they so desire.
1: NASA is using every method it can to regain some of its now-fading glory. In the face of strong congressional resistance, the days of limitless budgets for space exploration have long since gone.
0: So guys, you heard that, right? The military-industrial complex did reach out to him. They were interested. They wouldn't name their names. It was probably Lockheed Martin, Skunk Works, corporations that we all know are highly involved in black projects, the secret space programs, this technology has already been used. It's being used, and if if someone, anybody that makes a technology like this, they're going to be on the radar, and they're usually paid off, um, suicided, who knows? But the fact that he was even contacted by you know NASA and the military industrial complex, they already have a lot of this technology. They were probably just like they were probably trying to get to him. To sweep this under the rug, which is what happens to a lot of these insiders, from what I'm researching. So, just real quick, this I found this. He there's um he he ended up running his cars, and I hate that this site is so blue like this. This drives me nuts. But he did end up running his car, and he took it around to a bunch of people, and he was trying to sell it. Um, the technology did work. There's videos on YouTube of him driving it, so that is real. But real quick, this is a side note because I wanted. I wanted to know if this guy was still alive and he actually died. But it's very mysterious in how this guy died. In 1996, Meyer lost a long-lasting Ohio civil court battle accusing him of egregious fraud against a former associate. Meyer said he's uh, ascribed this and other alleged assaults on him to various conspiracies against water as a fuel. He was offered a huge sums of money, billions of dollars, to suppress this technology, but that he had refused those sums. One had the impression that he really believed that there were conspiracies against him. These conspiracies exist today. That is a tragedy, a very compounded tragedy, if he had actually come up with something novel and useful that he was hiding. This is where it gets weird. He was apparently eating dinner at a Grove Grove City, Ohio restaurant when it is reported that he jumped up from the table, yelled that he'd been poisoned, and rushed down to the parking lot where he collapsed and died. It had been reported by Myers Associates that Meyer just secured funding for a $50 million research center in New York Grove City, but there is no way to confirm or reject this at the moment. So I tried finding his, his uh, death certificate and the coroner said it was, it was an aneurysm and there was uh, bleeding of the brain, but there... The family, the actual family, the brother and sister said that was not true. And they have their own accounts. And that is an entirely different whole other set of story that I want to get into. But this guy had a mysterious death. Don't know if it was natural causes. He said he was poisoned before he died. And he died in the parking lot. Right before he received a $50 million research grant. Crazy stuff, guys. Crazy stuff so i want to move on to another guy and you guys can look into all this yourself and find any other information and send it to me please i am not an expert on any of this this is just what i'm finding and what i'm finding finding interesting i'm showing you guys there is technology that has been built and is being built right now now this i got from jordan sather's twitter he put out a bunch of stuff about free energy technologies and i came across this guy named mark cummings and this was very interesting. This says, I, Hi, I'm Mark Cummings. I was a physicist at UC Berkeley. While I was studying the energetic effects of crystals, I found something incredible that certain agencies wished I hadn't. I discovered that when under physical pressure, some crystals produce an electrical charge. So I wrapped electrical coils around a quartz crystal and began experimenting more. One night, something unusual happened. The crystal began to glow and ring when I measured the energy coming from it, It was 25% more than the voltage going in. I discovered a method for creating free energy. Within hours, my house was raided by the Secret Service and all my equipment was confiscated. Now, the thing is, guys, with my background, and I know a lot of stuff with ETs and the insiders with uh, the secret space programs, these guys that worked in the military that worked on these ET craft, a lot of them found that they were powered by crystals a lot of the crystals were not from this planet some of it wasn't from the universe but still they were they were crystals and i always thought that was interesting and apparently this guy mark cummings figured out a way to wrap um, a quartz crystal and was able to get voltage from it an unlimited amount of voltage from it so this is another example of free energy and supposedly i could not find anything else really on this guy and put, supposedly um, his house was raided by the secret service and all of his equipment was confiscated like that and guys if another person i'll bring up he's not in the video but if you see him um emery smith who i saw on gaia also was making zero point energy and he tells a story of when he went to a parking lot um, it was like somewhere like a walmart and he had two guys with him, two of his buddies that he trusted. One was a few miles away on some hills hilltop, watching with binoculars to make sure they weren't being followed, um, you know, and all that. And one, the other guy went with Emery. They powered this device. It was a dark parking lot, and it was a, you know it was like a city block. All the lights were off. It was at night. They powered this device. All the lights went on, and they turned it off. Immediately they got in their van and they left. Now the guy in the hilltop stayed back and watched you know watched the parking lot while he was watching the area. He was surveilling the area and within 10 to 15 minutes there were vans and guys in suits showed up and they were obviously looking for this device. This is according to Emory Smith and in his inside story. And it seems to be a common theme with these people that come across these technologies. They tend to disappear. Their stuff's destroyed or just taken away in general. But I did some digging and I found a video. This is the only video that I could find of Mark Cummings on YouTube. And he's very woke. He talks about consciousness and crystals and how energy is, is taken from them. It's very interesting. It's this he was at some music festival festival in Peru. So you can kinda hear some background music a little bit. So I'll play a little bit of this just so you guys can kinda get a taste of what this guy was about. So you guys can tell he is definitely, um, you wouldn't consider him what you would say a mainstream scientist, a lot of the things he was saying. And he, you guys can hear he's directly challenging what a lot of mainstream science says. And again, he comes up with the term zero point energy. It's just And it's just fascinating. And just to bounce off the crystals, um, this is a guy named David Soretta on zero point energy. <clears throat> and he talks about here, it says, Serretta cites Paul Direct's work on semiconductor holes, which indicated these to be the source of free electrons and crystalline semiconductor materials. According to Serretta's, these holes can be manipulated and artificially enlarged, which would allow semiconductor crystals to produce an unending stream of electrons from the direct sea of zero-point energies. So let's just give a listen on this video as well.
2: What Paul Dirac discovered when he was he when he was studying the mystery of the electron holes, the semiconductor holes are called in the crystal, is that these electrons seem to be coming from the electron hole, the semiconductor hole, and how? But the, the hole is like a little mini black hole in the in the in the surface of the crystal, and nobody could understand them enough to realize that there's a way to, to constantly uh, open up that vortex and have an infinite amount of electrons coming out of your crystal, and you have a permanent crystal power source.
3: Oh, Well okay. Boyd Bushman,
2: you know, John Hutchison's friend and mine at Lockheed said, they found crystals in the Roswell craft. The power on these crystals is, is, in, is, in, is at a level of amplitude and voltage we've never seen.
0: We already said, guys, the guys at Lockheed, Lockheed Martin, again, these are these corporations that are making technologies and are part of these secret space programs. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep drilling this home, guys. These things are real. These corporations are real. Secret space programs are real. And he just said here, they found crystals in the Roswell crashes that powered these ships. Absolutely Amazing.
2: When Boy Bushman told me the numbers, I said, I, "I can't." When he first told me, I couldn't believe a crystal could do that, but now I understand why. Somebody figured out how to open up the holes. When we make transformers today out of iron, the first transformers were iron. You know, the square of iron, and you wrap one side and then you wrap the other side, and you you, you do all your math to get your your farad and your your whole conversion because you're trying to convert current they had this problem of the electron holes opening up in the iron. And they saw it as a problem because it was disturbing the current. So they made ferrite. They made um, transformers out of materials that had less and less of the holes. Oh, okay. That's what I'm reading in here. And I said, you dummies, you want to open up the holes. You want to open up the holes like crazy. Because that's where all the electrons, the free electrons, are going to come from. If you can really open up those holes. Nobody has done this. It's, when you read this book, you'll see things in here, you'll wonder why the heck these guys weren't thinking of practical applications. Like, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they found molybdenum was the best metal to convert electromagnetism into current. And I thought, why doesn't somebody make a solar panel out of this? Thin-film solar is moly steel, molybdenum steel. It took them a hundred years, and they knew a hundred years ago that molybdenum was the best metal to convert photoelectric energy. But they didn't do it a hundred years ago because they weren't thinking. So when you read these books, you find these things that nobody was thinking about practical applications. And the semiconductor hole is the most untapped potential to me in electronics today and you get better semiconductor holes out of crystal and certain gems than you you'll ever get out of even
3: iron
0: amazing stuff guys crystals and gems as power conductors and guys I've the last 6 months that you know I've been really diving into this making these videos the crystals always came up as power sources for these ships and I'm going to try maybe even do another episode on what these crystals are but when this is something that you don't hear in mainstream science or any kind of news that's crystals being power sources but there are people out there that were experimenting and realizing that yes these things can be used and they're unlimited amounts of energy because of the way they're structured on a cellular cellular level absolutely fascinating amazing so let's continue, guys. So let's see here. So this was something I saw in the energy department uh, Twitter. Heating up plasma energy research, scientists employ Argon supercomputers to develop magnetic f- hashtag fusion plasma confinement devices as a means to generate unlimited electricity. And right here, guys, this this gets into the physics of it. I, I'm not going to pretend like I understand it or know it. But this is as we develop each prototype we we'll learn some new physics and then build enhanced machines that allow us to explore the physics better. So scientists are now learning about new physics and they're building these supercomputers to help them better understand these physics. So guys, the thing that, you know, physics is physics. That's it. There's no more advancing it. This is, it is how the worlds work. It's not true. It's not true. Scientists are making devices like this thing. Whatever they, I don't know what they're calling it, but it's, it says it's a magnetic fusion plasma confinement device and it's a means to generate unlimited electricity. These devices are out there guys they're out there. So why aren't we why aren't we getting them? And this was another one uh, this was also taken up Jordan Sather's uh, Twitter with his he did a whole bunch of uh, tweets. This was just something I'm gonna throw in there I thought you guys might think is cool. It says what is the Searle effect? The Searle effect is based on a unique process of magnetization where specific waveforms are imprinted onto the materials. The materials are magnetized in a way that is not practiced in today's industry, nor is John Searle's method taught in conventional electronic engineering schools. When those materials are in motion, the waveforms begin to integrate or interact and protect electricity and produce electricity. In addition to producing electricity, the SEG gets very cold and generates a negative charge. Within its vicinity, why is this important? Studies show that negative charges kill bacteria and viruses. Therefore, the SEG will promote a healthier environment than when we live in now. And guys, this is something that can be compared to as a future te- technology you'd see in a movie. If you're sick, you have a virus, cancer, whatever it is, you walk into this machine, it shoots this energy, these frequencies through your body, and you're instantly cured. And guys, I've seen insiders talk about in the, sp- in the space program's that this technology already exists. You're using frequencies and vibrations to destroy cancer cancer viruses at the cellular level. And this is just another example of this technology. I didn't really dive deep into John Searle. You guys can absolutely do that and tell me what you guys find. And here's a, here's just a picture of him and some more of his, uh, gets in the nitty gritty of what I was researching as far as his technology that he was working with. So. Let's tie this up. If this technology exists, why is it not out in the public yet? Why is it being hidden from us? Well, it's very simple, guys. The cabal, military-industrial complex, deep state, whatever you want to call it, this would give us, the human race, power back, literally, and not have to depend on fossil fuels, which... Which is, you know, the money. Very obvious, right? So let's just take a look here. This is from NicholasGenex.com. It's his blog. It's called The Military Industrial Complex Withhold Zero Point Energy. Their convert. this is from a Fox interview. This is with, uh, where is he here? Mark Levine interviewing with General Jack Keane. Their conversation highlighted possible war threats around the world, but nowhere in their discussion did they speak of or entertain the most important technological, technological development of this era, the use of zero-poor energy, or ZPE. This was disappointing because informed and forward-looking minds worldwide know that ZPE can be the solution to achieve global world peace. Even though ZPE technology has been secretly developed and implemented by the MIC, it is unreported by the U.S. national news media to inform and educate the American people. By not revealing the benefits of zero point energy, it becomes evident that the news media is financed and controlled by the MIC, a shadow government that intends to maintain its power and wealth by keeping ZPE secret and continue use of bio nuclear fuels. Since the joint study of UFOs by American and German scientists after World War II, it has, never, it has been over 70 years that the military-industrial complex has retrieved UFOs and interfaced with extraterrestrial beings. In hundreds of deep underground top secret compartments, military officers, scientists, aerospace engineers, psychologists, corporation, news media members conspired to maintain secrecy in the development of zero-point energy. As early as 1961 in a televised farewell address, President Eisenhower warned Americans about the increasing power of this military-industrial complex. His warning was motivated because the the MIC did not provide him with any information or accountability of top-secret UFO ET operations with the pretext that he had no need to know. If you guys haven't watched Above Majestic, the um, documentary by the Secret Space Programs, they talk about Eisenhower and how he was on a no-need-to-know. And he was the President of the United States and was not allowed to have access to a lot of this information regarding to technology and the UFOs and the ETs. So, what are the benefits of zero point energy? Zero point energy can achieve low-cost energy without the use of oil, coal, gas, and nuclear fuels that pollute the earth. The benefits will eliminate poverty and lack of food, wars due religious and political differences, and sufficient leisure time to grow intellectually and morally—a prerequisite to join intelligent and peaceful beings throughout space. And guys, what is the deep state's main objective? Is divide and conquer. That is what the media is doing to us every single day. That is what the deep state agenda is. If we're all fighting each other, warring with each other, the deep state is left to do whatever they want behind the scenes. They're the ones that are controlling the strings. They're the puppet masters. But in order for us to advance as a human society, to evolve to the next step, we all have to have one mind living in peace, peace and prosperity, and these technologies are—they're like—they're like a supplement to to humans. They will just make make the whole entire process that much easier if we are allowed to have these technologies. Crazy, but this is what the deep state does not want. This—this this is what it comes down to—they're being hidden. But you know what I dropped yesterday, guys. If you didn't see it. The Space Force is going to be the sixth branch of the United States military. It's official. It's being funded. The news came out yesterday. And the reason why I think this is beyond important for the human race and why I'm so happy Trump is doing this, I still believe the Space Force is going to be the in-between agency that's going to finally give us the disclosure of this space programs that have been going on for decades and not only that they're going to be the ones to slowly disclose this technology that's already being used and be released to, to us as humans that is going to be the agency that's going to umbrella lockheed martin Skunk Works, all these corporations all these black corporations that are operating in secret they're going to be placed under the space force and we're going to finally have full disclosure that we deserve and we're going to be given these zero-point energy technologies. We're not going to have to. Re, we're not going to have to um, rely on cars, gas, jet propulsion. The stuff is ancient, guys. It's ancient technology. We'll have anti-gravity. We'll have machines that can. We literally will walk through and cure us of illnesses. The stuff exists already, guys, and this is why it's so important and why I'm doing this series beyond Looking Glass. These technologies that have been given to us by our ET brothers and sisters, you know. They're trying to get us to that point because they themselves are future versions of ourselves and they're trying to help us get there, to help us ascend. That's what we're working towards. So with that, guys, that is my episode on Zero Point Energy. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast researching all this and we'll see where we go next. I might do the Pegasus Project as the next episode. We will see. Um... Any crazy news breaks, you know I'm going to be there. I am off tomorrow, so I'm probably going to make another video tomorrow. It could be Project Pegasus. We'll see. I might publish it Saturday to let this one breathe a little bit, but again, guys, go to my channel at Woke Societies on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, like, share, tell your friends and family. I got my bit shoot here, and now, guys, you can check me out on the WokeSocieties.com page. It has all my links to my podcast here. Thank you, all my podcasters, for my new listeners on there. I really appreciate you guys as well. Everything's here, guys. Everything's here. There's no excuse. All my content is readily available on multiple platforms. So with that, thank you, guys. Much love and stay well.